Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the Cafe, Wealthies. Well, sit back and prepare to be inspired, because today I've invited one of my favorite people back to the cafe. And there's a reason I have, and that is that I think she's a rock star in what she does. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Julie Hood helps coaches, authors, experts, and bloggers create and market amazing online courses. She shares the best tools, resources, and strategies every week via email and on our website at coursecreatorshq.com. I can testify firsthand, Julie combines her left brain love of computers with her right brain creative side to help us entrepreneurs create and market amazing online courses. She created her first online program way back in the dark ages of the internet with a $14.95 ebook. Since then, she's been working to help her clients, including moi, create six-figure launches and build online businesses from the ground up. Julie Hood's superpower is taking complicated online processes and make them simpler and easier for her clients. She's been to the cafe before, and today she's going to bring us some more rock star knowledge. All right, wealthies, here she is. Welcome to the cafe, Julie Hood. Hey there, Erica. Thank you so much for having me back. I love chatting with you and your listeners. You're welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And all of our listeners in the Entrepreneurs Cafe are ready for some rock star information. So let's start off because online marketing is your thing. You know, it's one thing to help people create a course and there are other people that do that. But you not only help us create courses, but then market them. And again, you're the wind beneath my wings. I'm proud to say you not only helped me create mine, but to market it. And that is so important. So why don't we have you tell listeners from your view, what is it that works in the online marketing space around this topic? Uh, yes, great question. And thank you so much for the compliments. I just love working with you. <laughs> and what I want to share today is actually a lot of the secrets that I've learned from doing this for 20 years. I actually started way, way back in 2002. And there's a few of the techniques that tend to pop up and be these part-time sort of they have a certain lifespan of things that work. And then there's kind of the long-term things that have worked for 20 years. And so today I really want to talk about these things that, that last through the test of time and can apply to anyone who's trying to put their business online and a way to look at it and think about it. Perfect. Yes. So we're going to talk about the tried and true rather than the latest fad. Exactly, exactly. And you can sort of always put the fads into a certain bucket. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too. Okay. So I've heard you talk about an online ecosystem before, and I'd love you to flush that one out for people. And I don't know if that ties into the tried and true or not, but why don't we see where that goes if we explore it? 
Yes, absolutely. So there's six different pieces of this ecosystem that helps you spread your message and reach people. And then also adds in the wealth side of things and giving you some revenue. So let me explain what the six different pieces are. And then we can talk about how they all fit together. So the first piece in the center, if you think of this as like a circle with five things around it, and then you've got one item in the center, the piece in the center is the weekly content that you're creating. So for you, like you're doing your podcast every single week. So that's the center of your ecosystem. When I started way back, I sent out an email every week. And that was almost an essay, like blog post kind of content that was a weekly way that I communicated with people. Other folks I know that I work with will do Facebook Lives or YouTube videos It's really just figuring out what your favorite way to communicate. So that's your communication center in the middle. I like thinking of it that way. I never thought about, but the truth is for me right now in my life anyway, the podcast really is the center of my universe. So thank you for pointing that out. Yes, yes. So that that really, really helps because what we're going to do is we're going to point everything to that center focus. Got it. So then the second piece of this is, you know, you're, you're either doing a video, you're maybe doing blog posts, you're maybe doing your podcast episode. The second piece is having an email that's going out every week. So that's also an outside piece of your ecosystem. The third thing is a mini course. And of course, from Course Creators HQ, That's one of my favorite ways to build your leads. So we'll talk about what mini courses are and how that fits into your ecosystem. Yay. And then number four is having a paid course. I want you to have some revenue coming in as quickly as possible. Number five is getting partners that you work with to do podcast episodes or to promote the latest thing that you have going on. And then number six is traffic. So this means any kind of traffic that you can get to come and look at what you're doing, whether it's social media, whether it's paid ads, any sort of things that you're doing where you're getting people to come look at your stuff. That's the sixth piece, which is traffic. Amazing. You know, I have to say this and I'll kind of talk offline from Julie and I and break the fourth wall idea and talk to the wealthies here listening in. You know, I've worked with Julie for a very long time. She is, as I said, the wind beneath my marketing wings. I don't think I've ever really heard you explain. I haven't heard it, right? I mean, you've said it before, but some days you take things in and when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And I have not really heard it and taken it in before about those six things and having that model. I love that. It's something I can do something with. Yes. And you and I have talked about different pieces of it, but I don't think we've ever like talked about it from this angle and looking at it at the top down, like what are all of my six pieces? So I'm, I'm excited to get to talk to you about it today. So, okay. So your podcast episode, your video, whatever that is, is you want that to be really good educational content. You really want to be helping people that come across you. You can also use it a little bit to give some of your opinions. 
So the opinion side of it will either attract or repel (laughs) the people who are perfect for you. So if you have an opinion that people don't like, you'll repel those. But the people that love you will be like, yes, she's so right. I completely agree. What else has she got? What else can I learn from this person? So that's our content creation kind of thing. And one of the very best things you can do is set up a system to where you're creating this content and you have it in a a repeatable weekly kind of thing. Thing, that you do it at the same time, you know your process, you get that all smoothly running. That will help you so much. That's a huge leap that I will tell you a lot of the people that I work with, they have trouble with that one, getting it to happen regularly. So if you can do that, you're way ahead of a lot of the other folks who are out there online. Okay. So number two is the email newsletter that we were talking about. And this piece of it, everyone's like, oh, I have to send out an email newsletter. And Eric, I know you've told me that too. My hand is raised. I'll be really (laughs) transparent here. (laughs) So what I wanted to do is definitely keep this simple. You know, if all you want to send out is, hey, I've got a new podcast episode. Here's the name of it. And here's a few things that we talked about. And here's the link to go listen. If that's all you send, that's fantastic. Not only that, but it just dawns on me that then I could get my virtual assistant. It doesn't have to be the same day as the podcast. She could go listen to it, pull out two or three things, even from the show notes, and she could put it up for me and send that newsletter out and I'm off the hook. Absolutely. And brilliant for you for getting someone else to do it. (laughs) Okay. So cool. So that doesn't have to be big deal, right? No, no, it doesn't. And then what happens is because you're giving this educational info to someone and your your readers and your subscribers, it gives you a deposit in their bank account with you. And so then when you come back and you want to promote something, when you've got your paid course that we're going to talk about, they are very willing to hear it because you've filled their bank deposit with you. And now you're maybe going to do a couple of withdrawals and send some promotions and that's fine because they're used to hearing from you. So that's the two kinds of emails that I want you to be sending out and, and primarily focused on the educational. And then we're also going to do some promos along the way. Okay. And if you're also sort of wondering like, I don't know what else to talk about. (laughs) Part of doing the education can be the easiest part of it because that really, you know, it's pretty easy to come up with things that you want to share that you would tell someone that you're trying to help your students or people that you want to work with. So that, that sit down and just kind of brainstorm some things. And if you're really, really stuck and you're still not having any ideas, go out to Facebook groups and start looking at what people are putting in there, what they're asking about, because that will give you a ton of really good ideas for content. And I would imagine that that would be a way to not only inform the newsletters, but what's in your centerpiece. If your centerpiece like mine is a podcast, I can go looking on podcast groups, what people are asking about in my niche and put that content into my podcast, as well as then, of course, sending that out in my newsletter. Yes. And we're going to take it on to the third piece of our ecosystem, which is the mini course. Mm. So when you come across someone and the questions that they're asking, and it's something that is put that you can put into 
a lesson, maybe three to four lessons. It doesn't have to be a lot. You know, what we want to do with a mini course is give them a really great solution to a smaller problem. Not how do I set up my entire ecosystem? <laughs> that would make that's not a mini course. There's way too much there. But if I explain some uh, secrets to doing a really great landing page for your mini course, that could be a mini course. I could do three or four lessons about that and give you some really good things to implement. And by the time you get done, you're like, wow, that's really fantastic. I wonder what else she has because the mini course part of it. We're giving away in exchange for people to sign up for your email newsletter. So on your podcast or whatever you're sending out on your blog posts, on your videos, you're always going to be mentioning, hey, by the way, I've got this mini course for you. It explains blah, blah, blah. And so I've got an example that we'll put in the show notes for this. One of the problems that a lot of my audience is very interested in is determining whether or not their course idea is any good. And so I have a mini course that they can sign up for, and you can put it in your show notes too, Erica, for all your folks to go through and see if your idea is any good. And I came across that from Facebook groups. Cool. Now, is that mini course a video thing or is it a written, do they pay for it? Like, tell us more, a little bit more about a mini course. Yeah. So it's free. Okay, and, it's always free. Uh, yep. It's always free. But what they are giving you in exchange is their email address because we're building that email newsletter. Okay. And it can be whatever format you feel most comfortable creating in and that you can give the answers to. So mine is actually a short video where I explained all the different pieces and I used um, PowerPoint to kind of help explain the different pieces of how you create, how you look at your ideas, but you don't have to make it that complicated. I have a client, I helped set this up and she had an introduction video plus three more videos where she just did some short, short videos. They were about five minutes and they were meditations actually. And we put those all into a mini course and she said, people have been loving it. It gives them a chance to get to know her and they really want to sign up for it. So it's something really juicy, but it's not long and it's also not complicated. Ooh, I want to do one of those. Yes. Yes. Uh, we got it. We got to get that going for you. <laughs> okay. I, I commit to the listeners. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so in your weekly content, you'll be sharing that mini course, getting people signed up to get them going. And then the next piece of it, if you think about it, so we've kind of got a cycle going, we've got your content in the middle. We've got people signing up for the mini course. We've got email subscribers, the email subscribers get more content every week. So we kind of got a little good little cycle going there. But what we're missing is where you're getting paid <laughs> out of this process. Oh, that. Yes. You know, that's always fun. <laughs> so let's throw in here a paid course. Absolutely. Yeah. And once again, I am not big on making things complicated. My very first, that 1495 ebook that you mentioned took me a year to do. <laughs> And I don't want anyone spending a year on something that's only going to cost $14.95. That was one of my very first lessons is if you're going to work that hard on something, you definitely have to make it something you can charge more for. But I don't even think you need to spend a year on a course. You can do it much more quickly than that. So 
let's talk about this paid course a little bit and how you're going to pull this together. So I'm going to tell you a story, if that's okay. Go um, for it. From when my daughter was little, she was about four years old and she had this favorite television show and it was called Dora the Explorer. So much so that we had to go to Florida to visit Dora the Explorer and stay at the hotel. <laughs> that's how addicted <laughs> she was. <laughs> I love and it. inside this TV show, my favorite part was um, she had a backpack and inside the backpack was a map. And they had a little song that they used to sing about the map because Dora was always going on an adventure and she would have this map with three different places that they would visit in order to get them to the end point along the map. It was great. She's a fantastic navigator. My daughter now, I think this whole map concept really stuck with her because she's my favorite navigator when we're in the car. <laughs> but I, what I want is for your listeners to take away from this map concept is to be thinking about the journey that their customers are on. And so thinking about, okay, what is it the, the ultimate piece of the puzzle that my customer wants to get. So for me, it's my customers want to have an online course. That's kind of the ultimate piece of the puzzle. But along the way, like the map in Dora, we have different road things that come up along the way. So, you know, one of them is, is my idea any good? Another one is where should I host my course? Another one is how do I record all the videos? And then even after they get their course created, they're also going to have to figure out now, how am I going to market this? Right. So we have all these different guideposts along the way of the process. So I can do courses and mini courses all along this. So my big course that I do is called 24 Hour Course Creator that helps people get their course created in 24 hours. And then I have the different pieces filling in. So I want your listeners to kind of do the same thing. Think about your customer journey. Think about all the pieces along the way, all the guideposts. Visit the Facebook groups where your people are hanging out because that's where you're going to find all these different guideposts. You'll see what they're asking depending on where they are in the process. And so you're going to create from that your journey and then figure out where your paid course can fit in. So a couple things that make a course really, really effective. The first one is that it is gets a specific result for your student. So sometimes people like to use the word transformation. I'm not as big on that because that sounds like a lot. That sounds really complex and, and, and a lot of work. So I'm not as big on transformation, but something that gives you a specific result that feels tangible and doable. And then the second thing is that your content is short and easily consumed. So we're not doing 90-minute videos in this course. We're doing 5 to 10-minute videos so people can click that done button, get that dopamine hit, that woohoo, that endorphin of, okay, I'm getting through this. And then we want to make it as easy to get through and easy to do as possible. So that's our paid course piece of the puzzle. Okay. And then... After you've got that paid piece, the next thing that you want to add into the mix is making sure that you're getting traffic coming to all of this stuff that you've got going on. So you've got the mini course, the paid course, the email newsletter. Now, how are we going to get some traffic? So this is where you have to experiment a little bit and figure out 
you know, what's going to work best for me and for my audience and the way I like to connect with people. Some people, it's social media. They are the social media kings and queens and love to post and connect with people on social media. Other folks are really big on doing Facebook ads. So they do a ton of advertising and get people signed up that way. So there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of different ways to do traffic. So I'll have to come back sometime and you and I can talk all about getting traffic to what your your projects are. Oh yeah, we could do a whole episode on just traffic. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) There's that much to it. And then the last piece of your ecosystem, if you remember, I talked about having partners. And this one I really love because it helps you get in front of your target audience really simply. Same because, So you and I work with the same type of audience. We work with experts, authors, coaches, consultants, people who are trying to get online. And so when I can help your audience, that's the perfect audience for me to be talking to. As opposed to, let's say somebody was a health coach and they helped people lose weight. So that really wouldn't be the audience that I'd want to be talking to because they are probably not interested in creating online courses. It's it's not a good fit. But when I can find partners who work with the same type of audience as I do, then I it's a great fit. It's And the other thing I love about partners is usually when you work together, you do sort of a joint venture kind of relationship to where you only pay them once someone actually signs up. So you're paying out of the revenue that you're making instead of like Facebook ads, we have to pay to begin with and then see if the Facebook ads are going to work. And if they don't, you're just out of the money. We're partners. It's a payment on the back end of the process. And one thing I want to say to the listeners right now is this is really a win-win strategy. And, and I can testify here because not only know my audience, you guys listening, this is Entrepreneur's Cafe, creating true wealth from the inside out about defining wealth. And also in that creating of true wealth from the inside out, you know, what else is going to help you generate revenue while creating courses? So Julie was the perfect partner for me to bring on to talk to you. But in addition, her course creators often bump into some mindset blocks. And my gift and my expertise is around busting through those mindset blocks, right? Mental fitness. So I can talk to her course creators about how to get out of your own way and stop holding yourself back from creating courses, right? So Julie and I are a perfect fit. So look for that for yourselves. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I don't want to talk about mindsets. I want to send people to you. You're the guru for that. And I'm guessing like you don't want to teach people how to do online courses. <laughs> Hell no. That's right. That's why you're here. Right? So, that, yep. So we have the same audience, but we teach different things. And that's when it works really, really well together. I think people should use us as a good example of, of when is it, when is it good to partner? Yes. Yes. So definitely keep your eye out for, for those people who are working towards the same degree of, of helping the audience, but they're doing it in a completely different way. And that's how you can kind of tell who's a really good fit for you. All right. So that's our six different pieces, your content in the middle, your email newsletter, your mini course to get subscribers, your paid course, your traffic, and your partners. 
Perfect. Now, if we don't fry people's brains out here, um, <laughs> can we talk about, I've heard you talk about secrets. Um, you know, you've said there's secrets. I love always asking for the secrets to making it all work. Anything you want to share there? Yes. You know me. I just love to chatter about all of this stuff. We could go on forever. So let's share a couple of the good ones that I wish people had told me early on. The first one is to really get to know your audience, especially what their problems are and, and find the solutions for them. So for example, I know a lot of my course creators will get hung up on their mindset issues. So I'm finding solutions to that with you and sending them to you to do it. So I'm always constantly looking, okay, what's the next problem that people are having? How can I help? What can I share? Whether it's promoting somebody else's course, whether it's something that I create, like we're always kind of keeping an eye on what's going on with our audience. So that's secret number one. Okay. Secret number two, we sort of talked about already, but I want to repeat it again because it's so important. And that's that consistent publishing and consistent emailing piece of it. And here's why. Before your audience will buy from you, they have to get comfortable on several different things. And one piece of it is feeling comfortable that they trust you and that you know what you're doing. And so when you're very consistently keeping up with them and communicating with them, whether, you know, with that weekly podcast, it, it builds this comfort level with you that you can't get in another way. It's a really, really good way to help make sure you're building that level of credibility with your audience. So I know it's hard. I know it's annoying, but that's one of that's one of those. That's like the wash the dishes thing of the house. Like just do it every day and get it done. <laughs> so, and you know me with the mindset stuff. There's a way to turn that into a fulfilling activity. Yes, yes. Why don't you tell everybody? Because you told me this the other day, and it's really fantastic. So why well, don't you throw you that? Know, yes, just a short one, which is you know you can turn anything into a gift or an opportunity. That's the sage perspective that I talk about a lot. But you know you're washing the dishes. You want to come present to the moment. And that's the secret to getting anything done that we didn't really want to do, but to using it to filling ourselves up, like I'm doing the dishes and I can just take a moment and feel the warm water on my hands and smell the soap. Or if I'm getting my content out every week, I can take a deep breath and feel my fingers on the keyboard, drink my favorite tea and truly enjoy the moment. Yes. Yes. I love that so much. Thank you for, for uh, helping us get all of our, our housework done <laughs> so, all right, and, our, so, and our business work. <laughs> so I inter interrupted the secrets. Are there more or is that what we're just Yes. Yes. So there's, there's one more I want to make sure we talk about, and that is keeping your course and your mini course as simple as possible, but as robust as you need to get to the result. And so I'll give you, I'll tell you about a course I was in. I signed up for a Facebook ads course and I was taking the first lesson. And the first thing was, it was a 90 minute Facebook live. So right away I was like, Oh, 90 minute Facebook live. I don't know. <laughs> you know, where's my short videos. But the other thing that happened is she was going on about, I think it was like a Facebook live at the end of a challenge or something. And so 
in it, she was saying, so this week I told you how to do this and then that and this and that. And I was like, wait, this is the first video of your course. You haven't told me anything yet. <laughs> and so it just left me very, very confused. And I didn't do anymore because I was just kind of confused and lost. So we do not want that for your students. We want to make sure that there is a very straightforward path and it is as simple as we can make it. And I'll tell you, it's harder to do simple. It's so much easier to just kind of sit down and throw up everything you know. <laughs> it's really hard to keep it simple and, and compact and only share what's necessary. So I, I, I tell my course creators all the time, yes, it is going to take a little more effort to keep it simple, but your students will love you for it. That's lovely. And then... One last secret I will throw out for you, and that's coming up with a title that really is intriguing and wows your audience. So this is one of the things that we're going to talk about in the challenge that I've got coming up, and we're going to get into making your your course titles really intriguing, and especially for your mini course, if you want them to sign up for it, it needs to make them go, ooh, wait, what is that? I really need to know that. And the way you do it is with the title. You can add some more information, but making that title grab their attention is fantastic. Fabulous. Well, we've covered a lot today. We've covered the essentials of setting up our ecosystem. We've covered the secrets. We've talked about, you know, mini course. We've covered a lot. Do you want to kind of wrap this up with telling us what's coming up and um, the specifics around that challenge? Because that sounds like fun to me. Yes. So I'm going to do this five-day challenge and I want everybody to just follow the concept of this because you can do the same thing. I'm doing a five-day challenge because I want to work directly with some people and help them. And we are specifically going to work on your topic and your title for the next course that you're working on. So it's going to be short and sweet every day. We're going to have a less than 15 minute video to give people an assignment for the day. And then I'm going to have some Q&A sessions throughout so that people get a chance to work with me. And the goal is at the end, you have the topic that you're going to pursue. And then you're also going to have this title that wows. And by the end of that week, I'm hoping that you will be so excited about your course that you're ready to jump in and do more with me the next week because we've got the next session of the 24-hour course creator starting. So very transparently, this is the, you know, I'm doing this to get students and I'm excited because I love, love, love brainstorming with people about their courses and what they're doing. So it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to do it. And we'll put the link in your show notes for people that want to get signed up and get started and okay. do this five-day challenge because the five-day challenge part is going to be free. Oh, wow. Oh, that is just so generous. And guys know um, I went, I've went. i gone through Julie's challenge, even one-on-one -on -one with her. And that's how I came up with my awesome 10-day money mindset makeover. And people just flocked to that and loved it. I know you guys will get a lot out of it. So yes, we'll put it in the show notes. It'll be at ericaross.com forward slash CC challenge. But I will- ericarosscoach.com, right? ericarosscoach.com. Thank you. See, that's my internet guru there, keeping me honest. EricaRossCoach.com forward slash CC challenge, and we'll put it in the show notes. Well, my goodness, Julie, this was a fun one. Thank you so much for coming back and sharing all your wisdom and insight with us. Listeners, I um, 
really hope that you guys jump on the five day challenge Julie talked about and get a sense to work with her and what that's like. And, and you'll understand completely why she's been the wind beneath my wings. As I said, for the last 12 to 15 years, it's just been amazing. We've grown together. So Julie, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for showing up today. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me visit. I love talking to your listeners. So thanks for having me. Hope everybody has a great week and thank you for sharing everything. Appreciate you, Erica. Appreciate you too, Julie. Okay, wealthies. Well, always remember that true wealth starts from the inside out and success is in your nature. Everything that we talked about today will be in the show notes, including that link to get you over to Julie's five-day challenge coming up. And I just hope that you take in all of the information there in her five-day challenge and everything we put out here and make it work for you. So thanks so much for showing up and have a fabulous week. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.